Hi, I'm Frankie, and you're listening to Speak Love for Listening, a podcast created to illuminate the words of others who inspire me, where realistic conversations become inspiring words for others. Are you listening? Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Speak Love for Listening podcast with your host, me, Frankie, (laughs) that is still so weird to say. However, I would like to take this time to say a big, big, humongous, gigantic thank you to everyone who has been messaging me, sharing, liking, and those who have subscribed already. Thank you so much for your feedback, your suggestions, and also thank you for answering the questions from the podcast yourself i am so thankful that people have gotten it (laughs) it feels like what i intended for the podcast happened without me even explaining really uh so please if you feel like responding to the questions yourself on social media please do and please share like and subscribe you know um but yeah just want to say big thank you for those who have just been showing their support in whatever in whatever way Uh, possible i'm so grateful and i don't even know how else to say thank you so for this podcast um, it's going to be structured the same way as if i did have a guest with me Uh, and so it's a solo interview just me talking to myself you know what i mean (laughs) um this one is about the hustle or hustling and so as it's structured the same way that I would do if I had an, a guest on here with me today, I'm gonna start with my affirmations. So my free affirmations are, one, I am full of energy and vitality. Two, I am a valued mother and wife who utilizes her financial security to help her loved ones. And three, I am determined and patient with my dreams and have and I live my life taking purposeful steps to achieve them so these are my free affirmations and with that we're gonna start the questions so number one is what does the hustle mean to you or what does hustling mean to you hustling to me is doing what you need to do what you've planned to do to get or achieve what you need, right? So it's, me, for me, it's necessar- not necessarily like going through ridiculous measures, not ridiculous, but like wild, wild measures to get things, right? Um, it's more or less planning something and just working so hard at it um, because you know it's necessary to be accomplished to get what you want to get or achieve what you need to achieve. So that is what hustling means to me. And there is a definition that I definitely can resonate with. I was listening to a TEDx talk with uh, Shadid Wallace-Tepter. I hope I'm pronouncing the man's name right. Um, But he said that hustle is what you get when ambition meets resilience and tenacity. The thing that propels you to make something out of nothing. So what I got from his 
um, definition is that it's like a drive. Like it's a drive to do and keep on doing until you get to a point where you feel like you have achieved what you were aiming for. So that in essence is what I believe hustling is. Um, yeah, that's what it means to me. Number two, do you think that anyone can be a hustler? Hmm, darling. <laughs> I definitely feel like any, everybody has that hustler mentality within them. Just like I feel like everybody can grow and everybody can be this. I feel like everybody can do whatever they want to do in life. Like that's how I feel about everything. I feel like I can do anything I put my mind to. So you can do anything that you put your mind to. That's how I feel. Um, but I feel like there are definitely things that get, um, or not get, but there are definitely points in people's lives where they actually sit down and ask themselves and ask themselves what they like the right questions, which instill this drive and this mentality into them. And because of that, because of the difficult questions that they ask themselves or just sitting down with themselves and realizing that they they need to take these risks or they need to sit through these hard times um, to get where they need to get. Um, I feel like anybody can become a hustler if they really sit down and think of what they can possibly achieve if they get through um, tough days or get through a tough situation or a tough environment. So I feel like that could be what drives somebody to become a hustler and gives them that drive. I mean, if you, if you think differently, please do share. I would love to know. Um, but yeah, just attaching big reasons to your personal goals or plans. I feel like that would, uh, give anybody a drive to, have such that, that drive is the hustler's mentality to me right number three how do you view good days versus bad days i view good days as like a sweet treat i honestly on a good day or when i've accomplished something like when i've accomplished a lot of things so that i've set out in the morning or so um at the end of a good day, I am so thankful. Like I come home, like whenever I'm by myself again, I'm like, thank you, Lord. Thank you. What? Like, I'm, it's like I'm talking to God. I'm like, what? It's such a good day. Thank you. Like I just sit down in awe and I'm just so thankful for the day. Just thankful and proud of myself. It's like I'm smiling internally. I feel so blessed. I'm like, wow. Only like, I'm so happy for myself. So that's definitely me on a good day or when something good happens to me. Um, as opposed to my bad days, obviously, I will be sad. <laughs> like, I am human. I am going to be sad. But on my bad days, I usually just go to sleep. Because sleep is my husband. It is my bae. It is my comfort. It is my, you know, it is just that go-to for me. So on a bad day, most times when I feel like a bad, it's a bad day that can be reset in the morning, I go to bed as early as ever. Like you won't see me. <laughs> I'll go to bed. Um, probably as soon as I get home, I shower. 
sometimes I don't even eat. I just go to sleep because I just can't deal with the day. I want it to be over. And mind you, you don't know if you're going to wake up the next morning, you know. But that's what I do. Guilty as charged. And I wake up the next day and I am ready to do stuff differently. I am ready to do my best or do better than I did yesterday. So that is my mentality on bad days. Um, most times when it is a situation that I cannot um, change or I feel like I'm going to be stuck in it, I usually sit down probably the night and um, think of what I could have done differently or think of how I'm going to get myself out of the situation. <laughs> um, because I feel like I, it's going to be tough to get out of whatever I'm in. Um, whatever that's causing me this bad day. So I am going to Google my way around it and find all my alternatives and deal with it for now. But it's not my forever. Like I'm about to get out of this, this place or the situation or because it's not good for me. So I am getting out of it if it's going to give me persistent bad days. Um, so that's what I do. I'm planning on to the next thing. <laughs> um, number four. Can the hustler's mentality be harmful to self-care? And when does it reach that point? I definitely feel like a hustler's mentality, in my perspective or my opinion, um, can be harmful some, well, if done in a way that causes burnout. So what I mean by burnout is that you're tired, you're drained mentally physically spiritually all these you are drained but you still want to keep on going because you have something that you need to accomplish your deadlines and stuff i feel like at this point and i feel like also that's why our society is also suffering from a lot of mental health issues because we're not giving ourselves the due breaks that are necessary for us to keep on going like we are not machines that's not what we're not born to do um the little tasks that or the little situations that we are feel we feel like we are stuck in and trying to dig ourselves out of that hole um sometimes it just you just need to sit down reevaluate reassess realign and remember that you are in control of your choices so i feel like it definitely can be harmful to self-care but it is something or it is a situation where we have to sit down and really make a choice for ourselves and put ourselves first i know we have things to accomplish but at some point when it is affecting your well-being you most definitely have to sit down and have a conversation with yourself like i'm doing now like you know and say honey boo boo you can't be doing this like we need to find another way to achieve whatever we're trying to achieve, right? So most definitely, it can be harmful to our self-care, but it's the ball is still in our court. Like, you have choices to make, and you have to remember that you are your own priority at the end of the, at the, end of the day. I mean, obviously, I can think of a perspective of a mother who would want to put her child first, or a father that would want to put his family first, but... I'm pretty sure there's not only one way to do something. So just remembering that and thinking of other options is what's going to help you with your self-care. Um, number five, do you think that there will be things that 
you do not want to do but have to do it anyway as a hustler or somebody with a hustler mentality most definitely are you kidding me <laughs> there are so many of us in jobs right now it's like why am i here and honey i get you <laughs> i get you um most definitely i feel like there are things that you will not want to do that you just have to do um but i think the key to that is remembering that this is not the end for you and i feel like if that's a mindset that you keep the days will go by faster um you would even try to find the beauty within what you do and i feel like sometimes that might help like just find at least one good thing about this crappy ass job that you like or this crappy ass course and um just flow with it try to focus on that and i feel like the days would go by faster um i feel like i'm talking from experience but i can't remember school definitely talking from a work experience <laughs> so um just finding something good about it finding the good in it can push you more number six think of a time when you almost gave up on something how did you feel about it and what did you do instead of giving up hmm. my most recent <laughs> time of almost giving up um but i really yeah my most recent time of almost giving up was when i was climbing gopiton which is one of the twin twin peaks of saint lucia the beautiful island of saint lucian or saint lucia where i'm from um it's basically two mountains are our um one of our main tourist attractions to look at <laughs> because i don't think many people climb it um i actually even asked my mom i have been asking my mom to climb it with me um but she said child i never even climbed that when i was younger now i'm going to climb it <laughs> So um yeah I've been scouting or looking for people to um climb this Gopital with me and when I finally found somebody this year I was up and ready and I was not about to be a wimp honey like even though I felt like I couldn't do it I was about to bust my back on this on this hill and um yeah I did it because I feel like it's my mindset I was most definitely saying to myself and kept on saying to myself like I can do this it's almost there and I kept on asking the guide we don't reach the half point yet we don't reach this point yet and um yeah it was hard going up most definitely but I'm proud that I did it because I just kept on going 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 and that was my mentality go 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 you got this like you're almost there you did not come this far to go back you did not take time off work you did not lose money to not <laughs> to not climb this damn mountain you did not find somebody to actually climb this pita with you and not do it so i was no way jose going back down that without it being completed so it was definitely my mindset which really got me through that that's why i did not give up and also i'd say in an example of personal situations it would be weighing pros and cons So like uh definitely if I'm going through something or in a situation where I feel stuck um I'll definitely sit down and analyze like I'm an analyzer so sitting down and analyzing and just looking for the reasons to not give up um 
is the reason why I don't give up. Simple as that. And sometimes we can lie to ourselves, eh? <laughs> we can lie to ourselves, Lord. Especially girls, Lord. We can lie to ourselves, eh? Hmm. But um, most times, I don't give up because I usually find a reason not to. Um, I mean, in situations where I've sat down and analyzed stuff, it's more or less me trying to put myself in different perspectives or looking at the situ situation from different perspectives. Um, so like looking, putting myself in other people's shoes, their cousin, mummy, uncle, nenen, pawe, you know, putting ourselves in different perspectives um, helps us, well, helps me give um, or helps me arrive at an answer for whatever I need to, like, if I need to keep it in my life, or I need to give up and let it go. So that's how I arrive at not giving up sometimes. <laughs> uh, seven, do you consider hustling productive? I most definitely consider hustling productive because I feel like it is a drive or a mentality that demonstrates resilience persistence and consistency when done right and right in that sense is when you get to accomplish things and you get what you're fighting for because as a hustler i feel like it's a drive where you feel like it's you against the world and you feel like you have to do something like there's no if buts or whys you have to do it because this is what is necessary to get what you need to get at the end of the day if you want to become a lawyer or you have to uh, provide for your family or you have to pay the bills you are doing what you need to do to get to that end point or get that goal accomplished right and it can be productive or more productive in different perspectives um, by just planning more um, being accountable for the steps you are taking. So these things, I feel like, make the hustling mentality productive. Number eight, what tips have you learned or tips that you realistically use that you would consider productive hustling? So as I said in reference to the last question, um, what I have learned, I would say, from YouTube my best friend <laughs> the financial diet with chelsea she gave some really good points like creating a schedule for your week um, which is not exclusive to just work but also your personal life so making a comprehensive schedule which includes your work and your personal life so things that you want to get done outside of work and my tidbit to that would be actually following through with it and that's me talking to myself as well so you create a schedule honey you follow through that schedule okay <laughs> um also she says using apps and she suggested trello um we are mostly on our phone anyways i find so might as well try and use the phone as a tool to help you accomplish things that you you feel like need to get done also, she said, holding yourself accountable for the things you are doing and also finding another person who has the same goal as you and being able to hold each other accountable for each other's progress. 
So that way you're not doing it so alone. Obviously, I feel like some people would put that to a relationship or a good friendship where they are they want the same thing or they want to accomplish the same goal. And um, yeah, you just hold each other accountable. So everybody has to be accountable to themselves first and then have a commitment and be accountable for others. I mean, um, I feel like we are very powerful in numbers. So definitely a tactic I would think that would work. Um, she also suggested being your own mother every night. And what she meant by that is just preparing things for the next day, the night before. Right. Um, yeah, that's a big, big, big ton up <laughs> tip right there. Just always being prepared for everything. Um, and I feel like that's a tip that would go for everybody. Also, finding out at least one thing that you can do on a Sunday or a free day, whenever that day be in your week uh, to, re to do something that would be rewarding to your future self. So finding at least one thing that you can do on a Sunday or a free day in your week, which will be rewarding to your future self. So if at the end of the day, or in like 10 years, you want to write a book, boo-boo, start writing it every Sunday. <laughs> every Sunday, you have your little notebook, you write what you need to be, your, your intro, you put your chapter one, you know, just start writing. You're starting somewhere. And I feel like that's the biggest pro on hustling or that drive is that you're starting. You're starting and you're continuing and you're going until it grows and grows and grows into something that you're proud of. Um, so I feel like that's a major key right there. Um, finding at least one thing that you can do on a Sunday or a free day in your week that will be rewarding to your future self. Major, major key. Um, also, there were some good tips from Amber McHugh. Um, she said that you need to think beyond the hustle. So document your productivity and make note of where your results are coming from. So that's a, another big major key because that's where you're finding out what really works for you. So you're doing what is working. So you do what you need to do or you find different ways to do things or accomplish little steps and you go back and you're like, okay, what really worked for me? What didn't? And you're going, going through with the things that work for you and following through with them. I feel like that's a big tip on productive hustling because it might even speed up your process of getting whatever you need to get, you know? So that's a major key right there. Um, her another, another tip of hers that I really liked was dialing it down a notch. Um, you don't have to be perfect at everything. So, I mean, I feel like we, those of us that are trying to start things, um, we work on it endlessly, like the first thing endlessly, because we want it to be absolutely flawless. <laughs> and if you really do research and Google and listen to lots of people who have made it, their first is not the best though. <laughs> their first productions are not the the best. So, you know, 
not trying to be perfect and we we live in a world where we like to be perfect a little bit you know i'm guilty of that too but just doing the work putting in an effort and being proud of your little effort remember that you don't have to be perfect at everything right so you might be good at this but not too good at that as long as you have tried i think that's what counts lastly from brandon bryant he said that routines are definitely something that helps you so putting a morning or evening routine in place and lastly making it easy on yourself and the team of people you work with so major key there as well realistically for me i would say that i try to do schedules um but yeah doesn't always work um i do however follow through with to-do lists so i'll think of things because i think randomly all the time writing it in my notes pad on my phone helps me to just be committed to do it <laughs> so definitely that um taking breaks to recharge and plan for what i want to achieve honey boo boo i feel like i have been doing that for a while because i felt like it's it's needed you know you need to rejuvenate from the life you live sometimes so most definitely that that's my tip and google that's my last last tip google honey google the world <laughs> google is my best friend whatever i don't know if i cannot get an answer from somebody i can get it from google it might be the wrong it might be the wrong answer and it might be the wrong diagnosis but i got an answer though <laughs> yeah so that's me and that is our third episode thank you so much for listening i am so proud of myself i'm so proud of you thank you for sharing and thank you for showing up well loves we have come to the end of this week's episode on the speak love for listening podcast with me frankie i'd like you to give yourself a big hug and i'd like to thank you for taking time out to listen to this podcast i hope it helped you or resonated with you in some way please drop a comment like subscribe or follow the podcast on social media tell me how you feel you can do so on instagram at the speak love podcast on twitter at speak love pod or on facebook the speak love podcast share it if you loved it and thanks again for joining me on this journey again this concludes this week's episode on the speak love for listening podcast i'm frankie and i hope you come back for more bisous